How do the Capitals stop the bleeding? Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the Capitals as they fall yet again. How do they turn this around? It it goes game to game. Well, it's got to get better this game. Well, it didn't go well that game. It's got to go better the next game. When will this come together? When will the Capitals start playing better We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about Hunter Shepard will get his big opportunity between the pipes as the Caps take on the Devils. That should be an interesting thing to watch there. Then we'll talk about how Ovi leads the offense for the Capitals, despite the fact that they didn't win the game. There is a bright spot. Ovi really showing up was one of those. But just to get it going here, the Caps fall to the Leafs. Like I said, how do they turn this around? I keep telling myself it's got to get better. The next game has got to get better, but it just doesn't get better. And you know, the the thing that is kind of mystifying to me is the fact that they are getting shots on goal now. So for the longest time, well, we were saying that they weren't playing that well because they weren't getting any shots on goal. Take a look at the game tonight. Uh, The Capitals, 37 shots on goal. The Maple Leafs, 17 That's quite a disparity. So what is it about for me? Just, you know, knee-jerk reaction is high-quality chances. The Caps weren't getting quality chances, and subsequently, the Maple Leafs were. So they didn't even have to have nearly as many shots, and they still found a way to win in a convincing fashion. Penalties, 3-3. to Capitals, uh, Maple Leafs, so you can't really fault too much there. And penalty minutes, 6-6. and Uh, So uh, it is an interesting thing that, you know, for the longest time when we were saying that they're not getting shots on goal, they're not getting shots on goal. What's it about? It's about gaps with the defense, missing assignments, not being in the right spot, just getting outworked. That that's the biggest thing there. And I know that, you know, Spencer Carberry and his staff have tried to shake things up, you know, mixing up the D pairings. It still seems like it's a work in progress, or perhaps they need to add someone else to the equation. Uh, I would like to see Hardy Hammond Octel back in there. I like his brand of hockey. Um, and I think that that's what's going to have to happen. And I don't think that it's all said and done. I think that, you know, it's still a work in progress. Um, I think that if the Capitals continue continue in this path, uh, you know, say it goes on for a few more games here, being that Spencer Carberry just came here, they're not going to fire him that quick. 
is I, I would expect to see a major uh, trade of some sort if they can orchestrate it. Um, because uh, to a certain extent, if this continues to keep rolling and, you know, history would kind of dictate that it won't, but say for some reason that it does, a change is going to need to be made. And, uh, you know, to a certain extent, I think Brian McClellan, uh, he is doing his job and his job is on the line. You know, how long do you think Ted Leonsis is going to look at this team? He'll take a look around Capital One Arena and is, what is one of the things that you noticed? There were a lot of empty seats. This team that held a record for the longest time for sellout games, all of a sudden that record has broke. And as they panned the audience, there were empty seats everywhere something has got to change. One thing I know for sure, for sure, is that if they don't turn this around, expect a big change. How will that manifest itself? If you're asking me right now, I'm going to say a big trade is coming if they can't turn this around. They cannot continue with this. Again, you know, history and just analytics and statistics would dictate that it's going to change. How long is that going to take? Uh, I think uh, as Caps fans, we hope that it's sooner than later. The Capitals fall to one, three, and one on the season. Uh, you know, I had high hopes going into this season, and I still ultimately do. I think that, you know, whether they're just starting the season that they can turn things around, but definitely not the way that I saw the season starting. Uh, it's exactly the way a lot of the talking heads saw it starting. So uh, it just makes you wonder. The Capitals lose yet again. So what's the good news? Alex Ovechkin finally scored his first goal of the season. Truly one of the only bright spots of the game. How did the Capitals stop the bleeding? They've only won one game all season. But it's not for lack of trying. They're getting plenty of shots on net. Their issue is quality shots on net. The Nick Backstrom goal getting called off set the negative wheels in motion. Because what is one of the things, you know, when I said that you can project failure, you can also project success. They call it smiling from the inside. Is that if the Capitals, I think, would have that first goal would have stuck. And now this is kind of a crazy thing to say. I think they would have won this game. That positive snowball would have gotten bigger and bigger as the game went along until the team would have just been exuding with so much confidence that I think that that would have been the start of something great. But it's funny to me that just a small thing or a perceived small thing, it really isn't a small thing, that would be the first time that they scored for the first time all season. I think that that would have been the momentum that this Capitals team would have needed. And, uh, you know, it got disallowed because there was just a massive skirmish in front of the net there. And their goaltender, you know, to give credit where credit's due, was a brick wall. And why is he even playing? Because Ilya Samsonov was playing horrible for the Maple Leafs. Uh, I think he allowed like five goals on four sh or four goals on five shots, something of that nature. Um, so I, that's why they're even resorting to him. But he definitely seems to be the number one option for the Maple Leafs. But uh, in any event, it was one of the things where Ovechkin, they perceived kind of interfered with the play of the netminder there. And ultimately it got called off. Backstrom had it in there. Everyone was excited. The bench was jumping. The positivity was flowing. And then they're like, no goal. So it was one of the things that was frustrating for me as a Capitals fan. I'm like, finally, this positive momentum. The Capitals scored their first power play of the season by Alex Ovechkin after 14 failed attempts. Uh, so, you know, uh, the Capitals are holding all kinds of records in the NHL this year, and they're not in the positive category. Uh, the special team struggle. Two of the Leafs' goals came on the power play with Washington's penalty kill continuing to underperform. 
Uh, and that's one of the things, you know, they, they brought in all these new coaches and all the Capitals fans were like, we got all these new coaches, you know, Peter Laviolette's gone and Blaine Forsythe has gone. It's going to be the land of milk and honey now. That has not been the case. This Caps team has struggled even more than when Peter Laviolette was at the helm. Then two more goals by botched plays by the Capitals' defense. Missed assignments in the wrong position, not doing what you're supposed to do, and just at the end of the day, getting outworked. Um, and one of the things you can say about the Maple Leafs is it is pretty much an all-star lineup out on the ice night in and night out. Uh, that it was difficult. I don't think that oftentimes the Maple Leafs get enough credit, even though they have been snake bitten as far as Stanley Cups. They have not won for a long period of time. I think they're a much better team uh, than they get credit for. And then Wilson's frustration was boiling over as well. Wilson, on his abuse of the officials minor, it was a little bit of frustration, obviously, for my part. Can't have it. Unacceptable. But as a whole, to find a way to build momentum and tilt the ice our way. Um, and, you know, you hate to resort to fights, but is that is what's going to take, you know, uh, a fight to get things going. And Tom Wilson leading the charge, doing what he does best is playing a, a physical brand of hockey. And, you know, you hate to resort to fights, but for a momentum change, I would almost think it would be worthwhile to just have an all out brawl to kind of get some life into this team. It just seems like they're kind of laying around like a, a limp doll, like they really don't care. Where is the attitude that we want to win? In the post-game pressers, they all say, well, we care and we want to win. Seeing is believing. I want to see it out on the ice that you guys even care. Because for some of them out there, it's just like, yeah, we lost another one. You know, in other years, Tom Wilson would have been throwing the fist down. You know, Hathaway would have been in there punching. And I understand Hathaway's not here anymore. But it's just where is that hunger to win? Or is this team already this early in the year so defeated that they don't care. It is not a good look for this team. And we hope for bigger and better things. And we don't have too long to wait as they take on the devils on Wednesday evening. Uh, so we definitely hope for a better result that things have got to turn around at some point, don't they? All right. So coming up here after the break, we will talk about the great evening for Alex Ovechkin, despite the fact the Capitals lost the game. He came up big. We'll talk about Ovi coming up. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophies also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers.
All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. The season is here and I've got you guys covered, not to mention some great guests lined up here next month. So subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. Right in this next segment here, we're going to talk about despite the fact that the Capitals lost yet again. One player stood out above the the rest of them, and it should come as no surprise. It's your captain, my captain, Alex Ovechkin, who finally got off the schneid and got his first goal of the season. Uh, Can we believe we're, we're this many games into the season and he has not scored a single goal, but he led the charge by a big margin out there. If we take a look, at the score sheet in his production, Alex Ovechkin had 14 shots on goal. This was a guy not too long ago that went two games in a row with zero shots on goal. So it was definitely not for a lack of trying. And Alex Ovechkin is definitely leading by example. He also logged in at 1943 of ice time. So quite substantial. The only player that logged more ice time was Evgeny Kuznetsov with 22 minutes. So leading by example, that is for sure. And uh, that is why he is the captain of the team because he is the one that sees, you know, that I've got to be the one that leads the charge. Ovi ended his fifth game of scoring no goals. Ovi had a total of 14 shots, including seven In the first period, there was a point in the game where he had more shots on net than all of the Maple Leafs combined. Quite a thing there, you know, so don't ever undersell, don't ever diminish, uh, disparage Alex Ovechkin. He will prove you wrong each and every time. Now, granted, he only scored one goal in the game, but again, it was not for a lack of trying and trying sometimes is half the battle. Ovi's lone Capitals goal was significant in a truly forgettable game. It was his career 300th power play goal, and it also tied him for Gordie Howe for the most era-adjusted goals of all time. So a big evening for Alex Ovechkin, all things considered, 14 shots on goal, a goal, his 300th power play goal, and tying him with Gordie Howe for most era-adjusted goals of all time. Quite a night for the great eight, the great one. I'm going to call him that. Um, just really uh, performing well and, again, leading by example. And if the rest of the Capitals team could take a page from Alex Ovechkin's book and try to you know, integrate that into their life, I think that you know this team would be performing that much better. But at the end of the day, you can't make them do it. You're just hoping that against the Devils, there is going to be a fight, a hunger, that I'm playing in the National Hockey League and I'm playing for pride with a jersey on my chest that I'm wearing and I'm looking out at Capital One Arena, arena that was sold out for years, is now sparsely populated. I don't want to know if I want to go that far, but there were plenty of open seats in the arena. Suffice is to say, you don't want that stink of failure to permeate for too long or that could spell trouble. But Ovechkin on the night, I think right now we are playing in that position where we just don't score, you know, I think we had a lot of good opportunities. I think we played the right way, but we're just in the period of time when we had to fight through it and don't be panicking. Don't be frustrated. Obi said, it's just part of the process. We just have to play hard and it goes in. 
And uh, that is the positive attitude that we are looking for from the captain of the Capitals. Again, people should listen to him. And, you know, I think great things would follow. But the thing that is most, you know, upsetting for me is the the defense. Um, again, if you take a look at the offense, you know, if they could be better, high quality uh, shots, that would be uh, better. But sometimes that's not, you know, attainable. It's just getting the shots on net. So part of the phase of, you know, the objective is they're they're completing it, is getting shots on goal. The next thing is having them find the back of the net and then having a defense that's in the right place at the right time, not having all these gaffes, missed assignments, and ultimately putting the Capitals in a bad position. Uh, so I think that Alex Ovechkin is the guy to get it done. Again, listen to your captain. He knows the right thing to do. And like I talked about, hopefully, you know, they don't have too much time to sit around and sulk and think about what went wrong because it's going to be game time tonight, Wednesday night, if you're listening to this on the audio side. So it is a big thing for the Capitals to finally get that negativity off their back, you know, just just take it off like you're taking off a jacket that negativity jacket and just just engage yourself with positivity it's going to happen after the first win again i saw the look on the capital capitals players faces when backstrom got the goal in there the disallowed goal but then that that dissipated because all of a sudden it was called off so that was a tough night for the caps but i think that that's what it's about is just getting in the right direction, just kind of setting the wheels in motion. And I think that the rest of it will take care of itself. All right. So coming up here after the break, we will talk about how Hunter Shepard gets his big opportunity. Uh, I don't want to say that they're doing this because Darcy Kemper hasn't performed well, quite the contrary. It's just a back-to-back. So don't read too much into it. We'll talk about Hunter coming up. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. One of the frustrating things is if your favorite musical artist comes to town, your favorite band, you can't find tickets. That is why you need game time. And it's not just for that. It's for all the music, comedy, theater near you. So make sure and head on over to game time and take advantage of the great opportunity for not only saving money, but just finding the perfect seat for you. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D. O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Hunter Shepard is going to get his big opportunity Wednesday evening against the New Jersey Devils. And it's about time, if you ask me. I know that Clay Stevenson has been on the big team, but I was always a bit surprised that Hunter Shepard wasn't. I think that Hunter was holding things down in Hershey, and I don't want to say that Clay Stevenson isn't a viable option, but I think that Hunter Shepard is more NHL ready. And ultimately, I think the Capitals had that perception as well as he got the big call up 
and will most likely get his start Wednesday evening. Shepard, who's 27 years old, so getting a bit up there uh, in hockey terms, will make his NHL debut as part of a back-to-back game. So we know that they had the Maple Leafs on Tuesday and Wednesday night. It is going to be the New Jersey Devils. This is going to be a really great opportunity for Hunter Shepard to show what he has in the tank. And if you're an everydayer, if you're like an old school everydayer, like last summer, that's not that long ago, but I want to say like three or four months ago, I made the case that Hunter Shepard would be a viable option as a backup netminder for the Capitals if the Capitals ever wanted to view Charlie Lindgren as an expendable piece, as a trade piece at the end of the day. And I still entertain that thought. Uh, But I think that this is good, that this is his first opportunity to really shine under the lights. In two games with Hershey Bears this season, Shepard has a record of 2-0-0. He holds a goals against average of 2.88 and a save percentage of 0.885. So to say he's dialed in would be an understatement. I think that this is going to be a big evening for Shep Daddy, as some of them call him that. Shepard was huge for the Bears last season and an integral part in the Bears winning the Calder Cup. Shepard was honored with the Jack Butterfield Award as most valuable player of the AHL's playoffs as he led the Bears to their 12th Calder Cup. So a really great opportunity for Hunter Shepard. He's been on the big team before, but to finally see him in regular game action is going to be exciting. Um, Again, I don't know how he's going to fare against New Jersey if the defense plays the same as they did in front of Darcy Kemper. Again, I don't want to say I'm not here trying to absolve Darcy Kemper of any responsibility, but he was hung out to dry the very thing that Spencer Carberry said he was going to make sure not happen this year is happening. And I, you know, I, it's up to the the guy that's running the defense, you know, and what, what, what is going on there? They need to look at the videotape. It's up to Spencer Carberry. It's up to all of them to figure out what's going on. Whoever has to figure it out, figure it out because it is a mess out on the ice. And uh, again, I think that the Capitals fans are only, you know, the, the people that are shelling out, the, out their hard-earned money are only going to do it for so long before they're going to say, you know, that's too much money for me to spend uh, to watch a poor product. So we're really pushing for a big win. I'm hoping for a great night for Hunter Shepard. Again, uh, just an outstanding player, won uh, the MVP last year with the Hershey Bears. I think if I remember right, he finished number two in all of the AHL amongst netminders. Uh, so it's going to be just a great evening and a good opportunity for Hunter Shepard to showcase his talents. Um, I think that, you know, he's put in the work and now it's going to be time to see how he's going to hold up, you know, on the, under the big lights, on the big stage, the NHL. This has got to be a really great moment for him. And it's a special one for me as well as he graduated uh, from the University of Minnesota, Duluth, uh, which is a college near where I live here. So just a big night for uh, Hunter Shepard, and we're hoping that he steps up big and plays a huge role. And finally, let's get a win for Hunter Shepard. Let's finally get this team, let's get the monkey off their back and just finally concentrate on winning. Because if you take a look at the players out on the ice, they have it within them to start winning games. And, you know, it doesn't help that they're starting off on the wrong foot and the teams that are good are getting that much better and, you know, rising up the ranks. The Caps dug themselves in a hole 
they're going to have to dig themselves out of it as well. It's going to be a big task. Make no mistake about it. But I think that finally, uh, once it happens, then good things are going to follow. Because do you see how negativity led to negativity and loss and loss and loss? The same thing goes for positive things in stringing together wins. Then I think only good things will follow. All right. I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen and watch this on YouTube each and every day. You are what makes this podcast successful, and I have you to thank. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holy, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.